Hello world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelly Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I actually got partially into this podcast and had to stop. My stepson stopped in for a visit. I didn't realize he had flown in from the United States. He's been in New York for a number of years, and him and his wife have now moved to Columbus, Ohio, onto Acreage, and he's having quite the life down there. I'm just really proud of them. They bought a house, and he's uh, back being a heavy-duty mechanic, and she seems to run the world for Victoria's Secret. She's an, his wife's just an amazing young lady. And uh, yeah, catching up on everyone's family, the drama, it's wonderful. <laughs> and actually, it really adds even more layering and depth to today's subject about being true to yourself. This past weekend, I, we actually got to go camping for five days with our granddaughter. Now, she's almost eight years of age. And we've never been allowed to take her away alone up until now. There's, uh, there's a bit of tension, in, unfortunately, in my my kids' exes and marriages and such. And you know what? We're just so grateful when we get that time. And it was really interesting because five days, you really sort of get to see how much they've changed, how their social interaction is, has improved, and it really has for her. And what was why I'm mentioning this, besides the fact that I just had a wonderful weekend with my granddaughter and my extremely loud in-law family, we were with my husband's family, uh, is being true to yourself because the last couple of years we've had some, not problems, but just some issues we needed to work through with my granddaughter. She kind of got to be around that six, seven age going into school and got a little bit obsessed with the popular girls and why she didn't fit in and, um, you know, was chasing all the time what she thought she wanted. And it's just something we've had to talk about and reinforce for her about, you know, your own likes, your own path you know, not looking for outside um, affirmation of who you are and, you know, popularity, that sort of thing. And watching her grow through that experience this past year has just been such a blessing. Oh, that we all learn it so young instead of when we're in our 20s and 30s. Because some of us are still learning those lessons. So watching her make uh, three new friends from the age of 3 to 11, boys, girls, and they just all hung out all weekend. And sorry, let me just mention, my granddaughter's an only child, so... Often only children can really miss some of that uh, social interaction that involves siblings, the sharing, the, you know, never being the center of attention, always just having to, to be part of a whole. That's not her life. She's around adults far too much sometimes and is an only child. So unfortunately, I have an only child and I can definitely see some of the issues that arise from that upbringing is, you know, as much as we try and, and bring a lot of experiences to the table, there is a difference between growing up in a home with another sibling and having it all to yourself. I know that uh, when I turned four and my sister was born, I was not a happy camper because I had had my, apparently my parents in my house to myself. And according to my family, I have no memory of it. I didn't react well. Anyways, that's another whole story. But watching her grow and just be more social and, She's a very considerate child and very kind and, uh, and quite a happy child. So that was, it was wonderful to see. So she's starting to learn to be true to herself. That was amazing. Then I came home to something that I was really looking forward to in the fact that my ebook draft was being finished while we were away and I was going to have it in my inbox when I got home. <clears throat> That's what got me thinking about being true to myself. 
because when I started reading it, my editor and ghostwriter are amazing. Her command of the English language is spectacular. Loved her intro, loved the bio, loved the first two chapters, but when she got into the salient points of my highly effective or high-functioning habits, uh, it didn't sound like me. I tend to write like I speak, so when you're listening to the audiobook or you're reading the, the book, it's pretty much like it, like you hear me on my podcast. She made it sound a whole lot more intelligent, but that's really not being true to who I am. You as my listeners, this was my ebook is my gift to all of you, and I want to make sure that it stays congruent with my points of view and how I view the world and how I express myself, especially. So I've got a bit of work this weekend doing editing. I will work with her framework because like I say, she's just a brilliant writer. So not my skill set, but it still needs to sound like me. And then on top of that, my stepson stops in, uh, bless his heart. And he's already been down to see my parents. He still calls them grandma and grandpa. This is actually the stepson from my first marriage, the father of my child, because my current husband, we married when my son was, uh, met when my son was just 11 and married when he was 16. He, he raised him through his teens and has, has been the person in his life all these years, but he's not his biological father. So I was a second wife to a man that's on his third family. Yes, drama, drama, drama. And this is the son from the first marriage. So he was only a little tight, not even a year when I first started dating his father. His, they had broken up when he was just a t just barely a toddler. And he just holds a very special place in my heart because he was really my first child, him and his older sister. Um, but especially him because he was younger and almost too young that I think if my ex-husband hadn't been dating me, he probably wouldn't have taken him very often because... You know, he's, he was a little guy still in diapers and such. Well, I'm very maternal. So when he took his older daughter, who was, you know, three and just cute as a button, but quite self-sufficient, I always said, you know, you, you know, you must take both your kids. But I ended up being with Jeffrey a lot of the time because he was just, you know, he was just young. So he, I have a very special place in my heart for him. And although we went through some rough times, like all of our kids do on occasion, he has found his feet. He has an amazing sense of right and wrong. Um, a sarcastic sense of humor, married a most amazing lady out of the United States. She works for Victoria's Secret, and uh, and they're just, not as a model, but she could. <laughs> uh, brilliant young lady, and they're just making such an amazing life for themselves down in the States. They were in New York for a couple of years, and now they're in Columbus, Ohio, and on Acreage, and I'm just so proud of them. So he's really just found where he can be true to him, his self, and he is happy. He has found his life and he's going to be a father. They've decided to have children and I just couldn't be happier because I think he will just bring so much to a next generation, so much common sense, so much experience and just so much love. It's hard coming from broken homes. The kids are all scarred a little bit in one way or the other. Uh, we all are. We all carry our, our home baggage with us. We're all dysfunctional in one way or another, but we all work through it. We find our own path and that's really what's so important is finding our path and being true to ourselves. So what does that look like for you? Now, for me, right out of the gate, as I mentioned, my ebook, I need congruency. I, uh, it was, I've spent 20 years ensuring that my circles are aligned, that what I present to the world is no different than what you see behind the scenes. 
because I definitely in my 20s and 30s had an image that I thought I had to maintain. It didn't have to be wild or crazy. It's just, in fact, for me, it was very buttoned down and very mature, very responsible. You know, I didn't, I went to clients, you know, suits, no one, I had people in my life that didn't actually even know that I own jeans. And yet I grew up on the back of a dirt bike and camping. So I really kept those worlds apart in my 20s and 30s. And it's not that I regret it. Um, I did, you know, I did well. I've always had a job. I was always employable because I was well put together. You know, I, my mother was a groomer, so I am as well. And I always was able to, you know, dress well and present a good package. And I'm fairly bright. So despite the fact that I, you know, never finished university, I felt I brought something to the table, but I was still young and, and knew nothing. I, let's face it. But that wasn't really the true who I am. I am definitely a Gemini. I have two very distinct sides to my personality. And as I've gotten older, friends have even commented on this that have known me since college days, how much calmer I am and how more real or how more I live the life of the person I truly am. Big part of that was marrying my husband. He's everything I'm not. My husband's practically a redneck. Like really, honestly, he is Mr. Casual. We live on on almost three quarters of an acre in suburbia, mind you, but I grew up on acreage and I went into the city at 18, 19 and I just loved the city. I lived in the West End of Vancouver. I loved the city life. And there's a part of me that if I was wealthy, I would have a condo in the city and a place in the country and I would just go between the two. Uh, because there's so much about the city that I love and my husband just loves it. So for years before I met him, you know, I, I've had season tickets to the symphony. I've had season tickets to the playhouse, <clears throat> going to live shows in and Broadway musicals and all that kind of thing and dinners out and cocktails and happy hour, huge part of my life. <laughs> Socializing with my accounting clients, you know, they were Vancouver people. That's where I, even when I lived in the burbs and was raising my son on my own, I had to travel into the city to get the income. That's where the money was. That's who was willing to pay me for my skill set. It was great. But that's not who I married. So my life definitely became more of a mishmash when I started dating Keith. And I had to learn to find myself. And that wasn't a bad thing. Like I say, there was a very formal put together portion I showed to the world. And then because that was so buttoned down and so controlled, I think is the word I'm looking for. The other half of me was really spazzy. Like I would make poor choices at times. I would do crazy things. I would on occasion drink too much and do crazy things because I just needed to let loose. So there, was, there wasn't this lovely uh, melding of both sides of my personality. I was sort of a, dich a dichotomy. That definitely isn't your circles aligned. You know, through lots of self-awareness and coaching and self-improvement and um, courses over the years, I've definitely learned to align that and be true to myself. So where I was going with this with being true to yourself is finding out who you really are, what you really want out of life, making sure you're going for that, but ensuring as well that that's what you present to the world because nothing is more attractive than authenticity. Perfection is something that is not real, highly overrated, something I strove for for 15 years of my life, everything just, which is why, you know, from the age of 15 to 30, I had some real issues I had to overcome, you know, eating disorders and 
and uh, I was engaged to an abusive man and I got married and was a single mom two years later just not great choices didn't finish university got burnt out I took a full course load was working and volunteering I crashed and burned after a year and a half ah because I, I wonder if any of you just can relate to that we've all got stuff but I was never really clear on who I was as a person I just had trouble finding myself. Maybe that's the, you know, we talk about going off to, you know, I have to find myself. It may seem a little woo-woo, but actually you do need to find yourself. You need to know who you are, what makes you happy, where you want to expend your energies, who you want in your life. That's a big part of being true to yourself. It's not surrounding yourself with people that you think should be there, but people you want there. Huge definite change in my life over the past decade. Um who you know lifts you up who brings you down do you have not you know non-functioning family members you have issues like i do you know you've just got to find your boundaries and your space but the big thing about being true to yourself is for instance for me i'm a bit of control freaking a type personality i've never gone out and made a million dollars i made it in real estate i guess i shouldn't say that but that's pretty easy to, that's not a big deal here in vancouver anymore um over the years through investing and such I, I accomplished a lot of the things that I wanted to in life. When I go after something, I tend to do it fairly single-mindedly. I've never dreamed super, super big, mainly because I've always dreamt bigger than my family, and they've always said I'm already you know bigger than my, my britches will allow, and I used to haul myself back in a lot of the time, second-guess myself, really. I can't say I really hauled myself back in because my family would completely disagree with that. I'm usually right out there. But there's been lots of chances I didn't take in my life and lots of things that I really wanted. That is why I started podcasting. I love to public speak. I taught Red Cross babysitting courses at the age of 16. I've been in front of a classroom on and off over the years many times, and it doesn't phase me really. Large groups do, and I get nervous. But that, believe it, for me, is just something that takes practice and finding my message. But that was always something I wanted to do, but never had the confidence to go after. So I wasn't being true to myself. Now, maybe part of the reason that it never came to fruition is that I needed these 25 years of experience to even have a message to bring to all of you. You know, my High Functioning Habits ebook and the courses uh, that we're developing and this podcast about not living in regret, that only comes after living my life for 30 some odd years and having the pain and overcoming the obstacles and getting ill and raising a son on your own and being divorced and having an abusive ex-fiance. You know, all this crap that may sound like Holy cow, Shelly. That's just all part of the journey. Then there's all the good stuff, the traveling I've gotten to do, the great men I dated that helped change me as a person. Um, the experiences I had as a child. I had a wonderful childhood about as far as the, um, the activities that I got to do. You know, very outdoorsy, like I said. We're on dirt bikes, we're boating, we're snowmobiling. I wouldn't change that for anything to have that country lifestyle at all. So all of these things are part of the big picture and all of them make up who you are. The question is, are you presenting the real you to the world and living your dream? Because more and more I am all the time. I still get a little sidetracked. You probably always, I probably always will. Don't beat yourself up if you do as well. But the goal is being true to your dreams and your wants and your wishes, living that reality 
you know, if you believe strongly in certain principles, then you need to live by them. That's being true to yourself as well. Going with the flow and just because everybody else, you know what? That's not really how I roll. Never have really. That is definitely something I've been very black and white about, whether I'm right or wrong. And lots of times I've been wrong. I tend to stay true to my convictions. I'm not a wishy-washy person. Uh, my father thinks I am a little bit because I jump around from things. But that's really just because I like to experience new stuff. And I like to learn. So if I find a better way, then I've moved on to a new path. Well, I come from a family that has been on the same path their entire lives. They're very black and white about it. Very strong Christian upbringing. Um, very strict. And there's not a lot of room for growth. My mom and dad are the same people they were 40 years ago in a lot of ways. And they're actually quite honest about it. They're scared. They didn't want to grow. They don't like confrontation. They didn't want to learn to re... You know, they were able to control their environment. So they were able to live the way they wanted in their fear. Most of us can't do that for long. Uh, there's Unless you're very wealthy and you're very isolated and insulated, you usually have to get along with others, learn to play nice, um, learn to facilitate, negotiate, get what you need, be who you want to be. There's a lot that goes on with all of that. And it, you will have a much richer life and the people around you will enjoy being with you more because you may attract new friends and lose some others. Sorry if that dinging showing through, guys. Uh, but you will find that the people you do keep in your life when you're being true to yourself are the people you truly want to have around. Like you really do. They are the ones that are enriching your life or you're enriching theirs and it's a two-way street. You're experiencing new things. You're sharing new ideas. You're just growing as a person. That all comes when you make a conscious decision to change, to make changes, to say, hey, this is, this is how I'm going to roll right now. And this is who I'm going to be. And if you don't like it, then maybe it's just time that this friendship's ran its course. That's a little harsh, but it does happen. And it's happened to me many times in my life. So just a little food for thought. Being true to yourself doesn't mean you need to throw away the, you know, throw out the baby with the bathwater. It just means in small ways every day, you make conscious decisions, just like creating new habits, about who you want to be, how you want to live, and staying true to, to that. Even if it means sometimes really stepping back and looking at things more objectively, or actually like I do, because I have a girl tribe that's unbelievable. My girl gang's spectacular. Friends that know you well enough that step in when you ask, and sometimes when you don't, to say, hey, Shell, have you're a little tunnel vision here, or... You're a little caught up in this one area. Have you stepped back to look at this? And we approach this from another angle. Most of the time, I'm out searching for that help because that is how I roll. I have learned the power of collaboration, teamwork, support, coaching, uh, the whole shebang in so many different avenues. Those types of relationships help me stay true to myself. And with when I'm being true to me, then when I'm out here sharing my life, giving words of encouragement, that, that process still carries forward. That authenticity, that transparency, I know sometimes I probably share a little too much, but all of that is just part of the journey and it's part of my journey. And I'm glad that you're here to share it with me. That's really all I have to say on that subject today, guys. Uh, do a little research if you're wondering. There's lots of books out there. Be a reader. Get an Audible. I'm, I'm a big fan of Audible. Uh, there's a US and, and a Canadian subscription where you just download ebooks. I listen to them in the car when I'm commuting. I just, they are my, 
they are my training. The car, the car is now like my little university for self-development. <laughs> I love eBooks. So yeah, download something new or get something off amazon.ca or.com to read at night because you really should be reading paper at night, guys, not your electronics, just FYI. And, uh, and see where your growth and your truth comes from and where you can be more authentic and more true to yourself. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.